Today's episode of Overnight Success You is brought to you by the Rise Up Project. Guys, this is going to be a retreat taking place the weekend of May 16th and May 17th. Women, listen up because this is designed for you. It is a woman's only event where we are bringing together students, we're bringing together entrepreneurs, we're bringing together business professionals, and we're going to break down limitations that are holding you back in life and in business. This two-day event is going to consist of mental training as well as mastery of your business. We will break down physical and mental limitations. We will make sure that you are leaving this event with all of your baggage behind. Get vulnerable. Become immersed in what is holding you back. Become aware of limitations and fear that are still inside of your body and have yet to be released. And then focus all of your efforts on leadership principles, right systems and processes for your business, and how to scale to the next level. For more information, go down to the show notes, click that link. All that information will be there for you to figure out if this is something you need in 2020. Welcome to Overnight Success You, episode 20. Today in class, we were able to sit down with Brian Breach. Brian is known now on social media as that viral guy. After having a very heartwarming YouTube experiment he put together outside of a target, go viral. We talk about going viral, his past lessons through both failure and success, and the direction he is headed into for 2020 with upcoming projects. As always, I'm Mark Forster, aka Professor Doughboy, here to walk through the curriculum. At OSU, we are here to help entrepreneurs from their beginning roots grow their mentors, mindset, and money through a better understanding of the journey, knowledge of the merchant industry, and how all of this applies to your business. All right, Mark Forster back again, guys, with Overnight Success University. You already know Professor Doughboy is here, and today we have the pleasure to bring Brian Breach, that viral guy, into the classroom. Brian, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And, and you know, to be honest, um, you got a lot, man. You got a lot of things going on, the story. Um, really obviously the video, you know, there's a lot that we can dive into here. Um, but I'd love to be able to at least fill the audience in with that, that story and, and kind of the video in and of itself. Um, I know it was more of a kind of spur of the moment type of thing. You got very, very inspired, uh, after watching another, you know, YouTube segment, and it really made you want to go out outside of that target. Um, and do that give back experiment. So just in, inform the audience of what that was all about. It's funny. You're the first person that ever talked about this that actually knew kind of what led up to it a little bit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, but that, that's exactly what happened. You know, most of the, during that period of time, I was shooting a lot of funny viral videos and skits and stuff like that. And usually when I do these social experiments, when I was doing them heavy, um, I would plan, it would take me some time to plan them out. You know, we did one at the heat game. It took me like three weeks of planning this shit, you know? And, uh, this particular one, I literally woke up cause you know, every, every Christmas or new year's ish, I, I try to do something positive and I try to do something to give back. I, I feel like it's important in our lives to do that, you know? put out those energies in the world. So I woke up, I saw this video on Facebook, and I think the video was something to the effect of a guy gave a homeless guy money to give to other homeless people, and then after he did that, he helped out the main guy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I saw that, and I'm like, all right, good. You know, th this gives me some kind of inspiration to go out and do something similar. So um, you know, I didn't even think my, my videographers were available that day. Usually I can't get, I can't get all, I, had, I have three video videographers that I work with. I think it was two at that time. And it's something that I need to hit them up and be like, yo, next Wednesday, I need you. You know what I mean? Never just like two hours come through. And thank God, the girl that I was working with at the time, it's funny. She was at some kind of like, I don't know, it was a wedding lunch or wedding breakfast. I'm like, there's no way she's coming out. So I was like, yo, I need you in two, hour, two hours. I got an idea. She goes, all right, I'll be there. So I go to Walgreens and I, I, you know, I get the cardboard. I cut out a sign that says, you know, uh, um, I'm homeless. Please help me for the holidays. I need to feed my family or whatever. I cut up a bunch of clothes. I put dirt all over my face. And I made myself to look homeless. And we went over to Target uh, in front of the Broward Mall, near the Broward Mall. And um, I stood out there and immediately people started giving me, you know, 50 cents, a dollar. And anyone that gave me 50 cents or a dollar or offered me food, I ended up giving them a hundred dollar bill in return as they were walking away. I'm like, hey, excuse me, just because just you thought you were helping someone today, you know, I super, super respect that. And you know, you're, you're a giver. Here's a hundred dollar bill. They're all shocked. I got amazing reactions. One guy cried, gave me a hug. Another guy had his son with him and he was like, yo, what an amazing teachable moment. And then, um, night went by, uh, I channel seven picked up the story. And then it, it was just like a whirlwind of a four days of, you know, channel uh, seven, I think 10 CNN, uh, hit me up Fox news, uh, Yahoo, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, like every news station in the country. I was getting messages from Russia, Hawaii, Greece, and it was just, it was crazy. And I'm glad, you know, out of everything that I've done, all the social experiments that, you know, that I shot and a couple went viral. I'm glad that this one was the one that went super duper viral because this was like the positive one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, <clears throat> yeah. And that's, it was actually, it was when watching it, I think the biggest thing that stood out for me was like, just how much of a great feeling it must have been to, you know, that teachable moment with the son and the kid that oh, was man. like, I was watching that. I was like, Oh my God, what an experience. You know, it was, cr it was crazy, man. Cause I live for those, you know, I live for those things, you know, I, I live to, you know, to help people and I love it. You know, I may do crazy stuff sometimes, but there's an underlying like giving factor to my, to, to what I want in this life. Right. And, uh, you know, to sit there and I was hugging this dude. Right. And he was, he was, uh, he was like a well-known pizza guy. He was almost like a local, celebrity for his pizza shop and he's like i'm taking this money and i'm giving it right back to someone else and just to hear that on the spot was so amazing to me and then That's i got crazy. messages from his family you know it was it was crazy and after this went viral i set up a gofundme page and i raised money for people that actually needed it and then i i, I linked up with this charity called the sonoran initiative and i get i presented them a thousand dollars that we raised and they used it to their members to help them get ahead these are young entrepreneurs that came from rough childhoods you know yeah so, that dude, that, that whole experience, um, obviously the video, but now just hearing that play back, like 
and and knowing of you, you are very much rooted with with giving back, um, which is not that it's crazy, but because it, I think it does inspire you to push a little more. Was that something that you always kind of had growing up and, and, you know, leading into the, the comedic side of, of what you were doing? Right. You know, it's funny, like, I, you know, I, I guess there are some days I don't give my pops enough credit for things because I'll think back on my life and I'm like, you know, I don't remember him teaching me about this. I don't remember him teaching me about that. But then as I get older, I'm, I'm doing some of the things that I s maybe saw him doing. So maybe it was something I picked up along the way by accident. But I just know, I just know at a very young age, like, I like to give things. And, you know, if there was, I remember there was this girl that came over, funny story, there was a girl that was friends with my sister and she was in my sister's room. And I remember this for some reason that, like, the whole night I liked the girl and I kept giving her shit. I'm like, oh, maybe she'll like this ring. Maybe she'll like this, this fucking, uh, this weird thing I got. And I kept getting, you know, so when I was younger, that it was just kind of in me to help. If I saw somebody that needed help, I'd go pick it up. If there, if there was a, a person that the door wasn't, they couldn't open the door, I would run to it. And I don't know if it was taught to me or I saw people doing it, but it was always in me. It was always a thing that I felt. I mean, even yesterday, I was at a restaurant and a, waiter, a waitress drops this dirty ass fork. Most people aren't going to pick up someone that had shit all over a fork. I don't care. Like the lady, lady's not going to pick down and drop her stuff. It's just in me. It's some, something I feel, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, I love that, man. And I think that's why, you know, <clears throat> at some point, much like overnight success, much like that term, you know, I always say everybody re reads the book by uh, Malcolm Gladwell, the 10,000 hour rule and all of that, like, much like all of that has its own things. I think your presence of this give, 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 that's why you're now reaping these all these benefits, you know, especially like, the verified experiment and um, the mall experiment. I, I, the, um, that one was nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you had, you had explained to people like you put a lot of thought into those ones and to see the one where it was kind of a spur of the moment, very, very positive thing. Now all of a sudden that blows up. Um, yeah. So, so it's, you know, putting in that work and putting in your hours and it kind of wants, um, I had the question, how long does it typically take you to really kind of plan things out? Like you must get very strategic and methodical with these things, huh? Right. Yeah. It really depends. I know the mall one, it took a little bit because we had so many people involved, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, we had to get the fake videographers. We had to get the fake paparazzi. Uh, the fake paparazzi. We had to get all the fake fans and we had to get the two bodyguards. So that took a little bit. Um, you know, I watched other ones, you know, similar ones and I never, you know, there wasn't the, the ones that I saw weren't like the greatest thing. So, you know, I like to elevate things and, you know, make, make things better. So I'm like, all right, let me, let me come at it at a different angle. That took a couple of weeks to plan out for sure. The Miami heat one was a solid three weeks, probably more than that, because I had to communicate and lie to the Miami heat organization for like three to four weeks or something like that. Um, in an email lying about the proposal you know, and, and they, they thought I was a real person. And, you know, I apologized on the news the next, the news showed up in my house the next day. And I was like, Hey, listen, guys, I love the Miami Heat organization. I've been a fan since day one. I, you know, I didn't mean to lie and deceive, deceive you guys, but I did it as like a dedication to Dwayne Wade's last uh, season or whatever. Um, but yeah, they typically take a couple of weeks, but it also depends, you know, it, it really depends. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love putting effort into things. You know, if I'm going to go hard at something, I go hard at something. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, that's another um, good segue too, because I did want to ask, like, what made you cho choose 
these experiments or frankly, just like comedy in general, dude, you, you started in the rap industry, right? You, a, you, yeah. you did a clothing line. Like what, where did you get comedy? Oh man. Yo, my trajectory was the oddest one. I don't even know how I got here to be honest with you. It, so, so long story short, the, this is where I give my dad credit. Like for example, yesterday, my dad is posting a video of him acting nuts dancing he's 72 years old you know what i mean so that i i know i got from him even though there was such a long like when i was a kid we used to he always had a video camera so we're always shooting stupid shit but um it never like again it's like what you take from your parents even if it's not taught and he's not like you need to do this when you get older no maybe maybe it just like seeped in my brain and i started doing it but how it really came about was this I always incorporated funny shit. I did this mixtape called Rap for Adults years ago, and I did all these funny kids' voices. Like, what the fuck you? You know, I, I did all these weird voices. I always implemented comedy in the music stuff, and I always tried to do funny shit, right? So as the time passed, and I realized that I was gonna, you know, it, this is another point here, is that when you're, I, I quit music, but I don't wanna look at it as quitting or I failed. I looked at it as sometimes you have to know when to give up. Sometimes you gotta know when to pivot. And I feel like I reached that point. So I was already verified on Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, when, you have, when you're verified on Instagram, you have a little fan base. I think I was like at 54,000 followers. And I didn't want to lose my fan base. I already had built something up through my music. So I'm like, shit, I'm not going to do music no more. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to go a whole different direction. So I think the natural thing for me, because, you know, my pops is funny. I always did funny shit. That's, I like to be a comedian, even though I didn't kind of post the stuff. I pivoted into this funny comedy world and I wrote on a whiteboard. I'm like, yo, you're going to start shooting skits and whatever. And you got one year for something to go viral because viral is like, I, you made it in that world kind of, you know, yeah. you, something good happened and, and it looks, it shows that you're progressing. So I said, you're going to go viral in a year. And right at that end of the year, I had gotten a Ted talk and then, and I incorporated humor into the Ted talk. And then a couple months later, that thing went viral and it was like the perfect, storm so the comedy stuff was always there it was always something i want to do i started off with the skits and then i kind of got bo not bored with the skits but i'm like fuck it let me try some pranks did a couple pranks i'm like oh, let me try some bigger social experiments and it's crazy the social experiments are the ones that that hit really hard online you know yeah yeah that was me, the pivot yeah let me ask while you just brought that up because um the more people that i'm now looking up to and kind of trying to align myself with their visions. The more people that I've been connecting with now, the more people I know are doing a lot of affirmations, a lot of journaling, a lot of like manifesting. And you had just spoken, you wrote that thing down. Is that something that you kind of build into like your daily habits or um, are you always really goal oriented? Is that something that you would say you've developed? Yeah, um, it was, we had a printing business back in like 2013-ish and one of my, my, one of my best friends and business partners, he, he's very big on that, you know, and he was, we had a, we had a vision board up in our office and that's kind of where I first got it from and, uh, you know, he, he would always teach me all the time, like, yo, you got to write shit down, you got to write shit down, if you don't write shit down, it ain't going to happen, you have to write shit down, you have to see it every day, so although, so, so in my room right now, I have seven whiteboards. Some are clients, some are this, some are that. A majority is all my goals so I can wake up and see it every day. But not only do I have my goals written down, you, you may not be able to see behind me, but everything in my eyesight, everything in my eye line from the posters I have behind me to I have this wall called the think wall. I have about, I don't know, like 10 
amazing figures like Einstein and Tesla's up here. I got Steve Jobs and all. This is in my living room, you know what I mean? From the movies that I watch, the shows that I watch, the people I surround myself with, it's almost like one big vision board, you know what I mean? Every single day I have to see these things or you're gonna forget, you're gonna forget why you started and you're gonna lose motivation. Yes, you have to be self-motivated, 100%. It has to be, there has to be a fire in you, but you have to keep in your eye line at all times things that push you forward, that keep you moving on that little hamster wheel. Because if you don't have those things in your eye line, your, your steam's gonna burn out and you're just gonna, you know, it's like, it's like if you're hanging out with people that are robbing banks, you're gonna get sucked into that world. If, you, if you're hanging out with positive people, millionaires, you're probably eventually would be a millionaire. If I have, uh, you know, murderers on my wall, well, I kind of do, I admire Lansky over there, you don't count, he's a businessman. <laughs> but if you got only murderers in your wall, you may just do something fucked up. But if you have prominent figures and you get reminded this every single day, that's the direction you're gonna pull yourself in. So you have to set up these little, you know, I don't, whatever you want, eye booby traps around you. Right. So it kind of sucks you into the right place. That's it, man. That's it. I mean, I myself, I have my own vision board. You know, I think it's very, very important, but I think I can take a little something from you where step it up a little bit. Like, you know, okay, don't just have a vision board, but I love that. It's almost like you're creating your own network and like hanging out with these people, even though they're <laughs> well, just up on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's something where it's like, I'm leaving residue. Like maybe I just left the house, but that residue is kind of still always on my forefront. So I, right. I, I think our that's brain. something I could take from, you know, 100%. that's awesome. Our brain is so powerful, bro. Like you're, even if you're not thinking of something at the moment, it's there. We, we don't even know the, the, the extent of what our brain does. There's things so deeply embedded in there, you know, and if you just put the right positive visuals in your mind on a consistent basis, you never, your brain will do shit for you. Sometimes you don't need to be sitting and thinking about something at the moment, but later on, something just pops up that you, that you almost caused to pop up because of these visuals and it pushes you in the right direction. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, um, I, I want to get into some of the talks and you know, you've been featured on a lot of good stuff lately. Um, so I want to get into that, but I do want to ask you too. Um, I was listening to the Brad, the Brad Lee, the dropping bombs that you were on. That guy's awesome, man. Oh, dude, he's the man. He's the man. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to just commend you because there was one part in the clip where you were just, dude, 100% just authentic about you still, even though you had gone viral, you didn't know really when or how to monetize from it. And yeah. I want to, you know, ask you, Really, what type of advice, you know, some of the people here, whether they're just starting out, maybe they're trying to scale to a different level. Like, what advice would you give to someone if they are literally, hey, I have idea, I have my concept, but I'm just, I'm not sure, you know, where to turn. Like, when did you know or when did you feel it was right to, to really start monetizing that? It was, it was weird because it was like a weird feeling for me because, you know, you go viral of doing something positive and then when you start tr figuring out how to monetize, people look at you like, oh, you're taking advantage. I'm like, I don't look at it as taking advantage. I look at it as like the higher I go up on the totem pole, the more I'm able to help people. So, you know, I do want to be a freaking millionaire. I want to be on TV shows. I want to be the biggest star on fucking planet Earth. But as I move up the ladder, I promise you my tentacles are going to reach. I'm going to help more people. So it was weird because, you know, I did this thing that was so giving and so, you know, so, so giving back and everyone's like praising, praising. And then I, <laughs> I put up a billboard because I got hit up by a lot of managers right after that happened. And it was like a lot of like shady managers, right? It was just on a consistent basis. People wanted to manage me. 
because I, I guess I had like those four or five days of, um, you know, worldwide exposure. So, you know, you pounce on those opportunities. You have to turn that into something. You got to look at it like a steam powered engine. So I put up a billboard and it, it was my face on a naked body. And it said, I'm looking for a non-shady manager, but I've been coming up bare, right? So yeah, I got a couple of negative things off it, but for the most part, that fucking billboard got me like tons of shit. I ended up not getting a manager, but I got so many gigs and opportunities after that, that I became like my own manager. And I wasn't able to, I, you know, even to this day, to be 100% honest with you, I still wasn't able to monetize my views because it was a news story. You know, it didn't make, it didn't, it didn't have a hundred million views on my YouTube channel. It was a news story that, that got put on every news station in the country and was separated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the views went here and the views went there and the views went on my Instagram, the views went on my Facebook. It wasn't like all at once. So the way I kind of monetized was, um, getting opportunities, the Ted talk and the, the Ted talk and the thing that went viral got me a lot of speaking gigs and I got a lot of engagements and I got put on the celebrity boxing thing and paid to be hosting that. And, you know, I'm speaking everywhere. I'm getting paid for some of the speaking gigs. Some I'm not getting paid for. I'm still doing some free stuff. So it's this, it was this weird balance. And, you know, I, I'm totally honest about everything. I'm still working on the best way to monetize, but the billboard actually just linked me up with a guy who's going to help produce my TV show and there's money involved in that. So it's, you know, it took a little bit, but the opportunity that came off the thing that went viral, the Ted talk speaking, it's because I didn't stop. If I would have stopped at that thing went viral and just laid back and didn't do podcasts like yours and, you know, other podcasts and Bradley and, you know, I didn't keep that momentum rolling. Nothing would have monetized. I never would have reached the TV guy. You have to, you have to use the momentum. So what would I tell people just starting out trying to monetize? Keep, moving forward, keep putting out content. Don't, don't whine about it. Don't cry about it. You're going to have to do some free stuff. You're going to have to network, go to networking events, figure out ways and reach the people that have already monetized and ask them how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, a lot of, a lot of ways. There's a lot. That's it. But, but that's, that's the concept, right? Like that's this overnight success thing. Like you're not blowing up, like just because you wake up and like things are good. Like dude, keep putting in work. It takes typically when you, when you hear about, oh, this is a cliche saying, but when you hear about overnight successes, it's about a 10 year process to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, I've been doing music for freaking ever. I opened up for every hip hop artist you can imagine. I had a hip hop blog. We had a label and I still didn't blow up off that. And I blow up off a fucking viral video. Like I'm still, my mind is still blown about it. Like I'm still like, that's, I'm not saying I blew up. I'm just saying that's what got me a great deal of exposure as opposed to 15 years of everything else I've done. It's, yeah. it's just mind blowing. Yeah. Hey, I gotta, I gotta ask, man, what was it like um, being in like the same room as like AZ and Nas and stuff like that? You know, <laughs> I, I, so when I, when I did the Nas show, I didn't, I didn't get to perform, but I was able to host it. So yeah. I was at the Adrian Arch Center in front of 5,000 people. I was the guy on stage announcing Nas up <laughs> right before I went on stage, my fucking foot cramped. And I was oh, like, damn. Shit. Like the whole thing twisted and I went in the bathroom and I started downing bottles of water because I heard that when you get a cramp, you drink water. And I swear to God, I prayed to God. I'm like, please God, do not let me walk out on the stage because when I get a foot cramp, I know how it is in my life. It keeps coming back within like an hour period of time until it settles. It's weird. Like you get a muscle spasm. It doesn't yeah. just stop. You kind of like, so I go on that stage. I'm like, please don't. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. So <laughs> I tried to get to Nas like I had my dressing room and his dressing room was right next to mine and when I went to go chill with him he just got fucking bombarded by yeah. like a million people so I couldn't 
I couldn't quite get to him, but I did announce him up. Um, I got to do shows with Mob Deep and Raekwon and, and Ghostface. I, I got to sick, open dude. up for Jesus. I have a whole, I mean, I have a, a million flyers on my wall, people I got to open up for, old school heads like Cannabis and Master Ace and Murs and, and uh, I, I, we did a little tour with Smoke Dizza and all these cool things, you know? That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, so Brad also, uh, another clip I heard of him, he was saying, you know, he was talking to some dude or whatever, saying, hey, if you had two things, you know, sales or marketing, which one would you choose? And listening to you, like Brad, by the way, chose marketing. Listening to you, dude, that billboard, you, that's just marketing genius. And that's why I feel like Thank you. these concepts, you know, they're just making it, it, it's just like, it's a way to kind of just, you're not shitting on yourself, but like, you're just kind of just being like, hey man, this is who I am. But it is so genius, which is why I truly believe whoever hit you up for this TV show, it's called uh, America Going Viral, right? Uh, yeah, America's gone viral. America's gone viral. Like, yeah. I think that that is a amazing concept. And, you know, touch in on that. I don't know if it's in the works now. I don't know how much you can talk about, but would love to know more about what you got going on now. Right. I've been slipping a little bit and I've been talking about it. But you know, real quick on the billboard side, um, it, you know, I was so nervous to put that thing up. I thought people were going to think I was fucking crazy or, you know, just trying to get attention but i'm like i have to up myself after this thing went viral i have to go bigger now and i did the miami heat thing and then after the miami heat thing blew up i did the next thing and we actually put up the billboard and then i protested the billboard i don't know if you saw that one yeah we did a whole protest around the billboard anyway um so the tv show it's um it's the first ever show that's you, you know how everything's going towards competition you have singing shows you have competition chef shows fucking tattoo everything so this is going to be the first ever uh competition show for up and coming content funny content creators where you where content creators get to uh be creative uh, we're going to get we're going to issue them viral challenges and they're going to get to compete against one another who gets the most likes views and comments and who has the best creativity and we're going to give them an opportunity to either win some money or work with our uh, celebrity influencer judges. Um, but I- I'm super excited about it because being a content creator now is almost can be, it could be a career. TikTok yeah, is one sure. of the biggest platforms. Instagram is one of the biggest platforms. Every person on earth, old people, grandfathers, uh, real estate agents, Forex people, everyone shooting funny content, every single person on earth. So why not uh, uh, give them an opportunity to really blow their career up by shooting this funny content? So we're going to issue them pranks we're going to issue them uh social experiments we're going to issue them challenges of skits fake infomercial every kind of thing you can imagine that that content could be created for is going to be three sets of teams uh one could be a brother team one could be a friend team one could be a boyfriend girlfriend content creator team they're going to have like 10 under ten thousand followers so they're all pretty much even and um they're going to go at it we're going to judge them and we're going to rate that you know their creativity on their content so it's the first ever show where content creators get to compete against one another. That's sick, dude. That's sick. I really should. I'm really like, I've been told like, stop talking about now. Like I want to talk about places, but I shouldn't be giving out the premise, but it doesn't matter. I already copyrighted it. We're yeah. already going to start shooting. So I don't, what, what are they going to do? Yeah. I'll kill somebody if they take yeah. that shit. <laughs> if, um, if you could give the listeners, um, I wouldn't say a tip necessarily, but from your experience, cause I know you're on uh, a lot of different platforms, what do you think is like 
where are the hardest ways for people to get noticed? I know YouTube's kind of getting tough now, but where do you think might be good opportunities for people to continue to just put out, you know, this type of content to, to make sure that they can get known? Right this very moment, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to say TikTok because I don't think TikTok's figured out their algorithms yet. Yeah. <laughs> like I, one of my videos hit 135,000 views and I had like 400 followers, you know what I mean? So it's mind blowing. So the reason I think TikTok is a good spot because of this. So when you, you got Instagram and in Instagram, you have the, um, the, uh, the explore page, right? Yeah. And when you get on the explore page, you already have to have some, some decent likes, some decent comments, you know, it has to be, it has to be kind of a big post on TikTok. It doesn't work that way. You get put in what's called the, uh, the for you page and every person on earth, pretty much on TikTok kind of sees the for you page. So you put your shit out there. Um, I'll, I'll put a piece of content on TikTok. I won't get one like for 40 minutes. Then all of a sudden, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it just goes. I put a piece of content up. Um, I actually put the heat prank up the other day because I never posted on there. It hit like 27,000 views in like two hours. I only have like 4,000 followers. You know what I mean? So I think that's the right place right now. I, I still think Instagram is prominent. I don't think it's going to where I think. I think TikTok and Instagram still have a very separate purpose. Uh, TikTok really hasn't figured out how to be able to sell shit yet. You know, I think it's more like younger people who like to post some funny stuff, e even older people. I think Instagram is a lot easier to make money off and sell and, and, and kind of network in the business world. I think TikTok is a great place to blow up if you just want to be seen as a content creator. Yeah, yeah. Before, um, before I do kind of shut down and, and let you go, I want to ask... Um, you think you're ever going to get back into that apparel? Because that name sounded pretty sick, the, uh, the clothing line you were doing. Thank you. Right there. Um, yeah. So uh, are, you, did, are you familiar with what the whole acronym is? Psyche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got it's the psyche and the word, the, the real word psyche means your mind. I spell it S-I-K-E-Y. Uh, the acronym stands for uh, success is key. The logo is the word psyche in a brain. And where does success start? In your mind. So it's like, do, 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 it's this whole thing. Um, will I get back into it? Absolutely. Um, I talked about it a little bit on my TED Talk that um, the reason I failed at it, and I don't want to say failed, the reason I kind of pivoted away from it is because uh, it was the expression, scare money, don't make no money. I wasn't putting, I, I was a little bit afraid to go so in. So I kind of pulled back on it a little bit, but now I learned my lesson. I learned what to do. And every time you fail in this life, what happens? You learn something, you learn how to move forward, you fail forward. You need to fail in order to succeed. So I failed that a little bit. I, I had some success. Now when I finally get things moving and I get it back going again, I'll have more successes with it. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I don't think 100%, I'm glad that you said that because I don't look at anything that you did as a failure. You know, and, right. and if somebody does, it. like, that's just, I don't know, they're just being ignorant right, to right. the fact, you know what I mean? Like, and this is for you, fucking Colonel Sanders, like, you just yeah. said, dude. Knocking on doors. That's it, man. You just said, dude, okay, you know what? That didn't work. I just, maybe I got my teeth kicked in, but I'm going to pivot and I'm going to keep trying. And all of a sudden, here you are, right? But it just takes that grit and that determination. And that's really what obviously this overnight success thing is all about, you know, you're not going to have all the answers figured out, but you just got to right. keep moving forward because in you, your gut obviously pointed you in certain directions and you just figured it out. Absolutely. What, um, 
That's life. That's it, man. Right? That's it. What do these listeners and, and what can we expect to be seeing from you kind of uh, upcoming in the future besides the show? Like anything else you're working on? Right. Yeah. So other than the show, you know, I, I have continuous speaking gigs. April, April 2nd, I'll be speaking at uh, Digital Social. Uh, the, the person hosting it is the guy from Jersey Champs. Uh, um, uh, oh, my God. Did my mind just go blank? Sean Kelly. Sean Jesus Kelly. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Why did I yeah. forget his name? I just <laughs> Holy shit, Sean Kelly from Jersey Champs, amazing kid. This guy took his company from nothing to like a net worth of like three million. So I'll be speaking there. Um, I got put on some uh, celebrity softball tournament where I get to play with some really fucking cool people. And it, it, uh, the money is raised for heroes like firefighters and, and the military and cool stuff like that. Um, I have a, a magazine feature coming out with Superior Magazine, and I think it's 1888. That's April something. So anyway, just a, a bunch of little, a little things, little things coming up, and then, and then I may have a deal on the table for the show um, under under a new streaming platform. So I'm, you know, if everything works out and the contracts are right, we'll 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 move we'll forward with it. Yeah, yeah. So That's I'm excited, awesome, man. man. That's awesome. So yeah. I want to be sure to also um, that event. Any, any of those other things, I want to make sure I can link those in the show notes for you. Also, um, I know IG is at Brian Breach. Um, where else can we find you? Uh, Brian Breach, uh, IG, uh, YouTube, Brian Breach 03, Twitter, Brian underscore Breach, uh, Facebook, Brian Breach 03, and the most important one, uh, MySpace is uh, that new platform. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bro, I've awesome. used that joke every time. I got to stop using it. I've said that shit like 100 times already. Um, I, I just like to see people's reactions when I say MySpace. Like, wait, what? Well, wait, yeah, that's great, dude. I'll link all that stuff too. Um, but you know, the big thing that, that I'm glad, like, I really am. I, I'm glad that you came on. You know, I love to hear about really where you came from. And I, I know that you just had this give, give, give mentality throughout the whole thing. And knowing that you failed at a lot of different things before this thing took off is just something that, makes me feel better about what I'm doing. It makes other people feel better about what they're doing. You know, we're not alone. You know what I mean? Right. And I love the fact that you are doing charity stuff. I love the fact that you're doing these other small events. You're still doing free stuff, right? You're here yeah. with me. Like you are just continuing this process and allowing us as listeners to realize like you're never going to be too big to, to turn down a free thing, you know? So right. keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I look at it like, you know, with podcasts, you know, I, I spent, you know, I spent an hour on a podcast. I look at it like if someone gives a shit to want to hear what I have to say, I'm so appreciative of that. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. There will be times where I'll have to turn some certain things down or, you know, if it's dramatic and they're not paying me, but, but when it comes to stuff like this, like why would I ever say no to a podcast when people care what I have to say, which is amazing. And I get to teach people and I get to help people, you know? I love getting messages like, yo, I heard you on this podcast, that one little tiny thing that you said, that, which I didn't think would resonate with somebody, but it happens to resonate with someone's mind. They, they, they're helped by it and they move forward with it. So it makes me happy to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, nah, man, I appreciate it again. Guys, do yourselves a favor, click these links in the show notes, follow my man, Brian, all right? Because this show, much like his other videos, this show is probably going to go viral. You guys are going to really pick up on him. And, you know, the way that he talks, the way that he presents himself, yeah, he's, a, he's very, very immersed with, you know, the comedy stuff. But 
This guy is also somebody that you can look up to in terms of business. This guy's been through a lot of different opportunities and you know, he has a story. Follow this man. He's uh, he's definitely a genuine dude. Brian, I appreciate you, boss. Thank you, bro. Truly appreciate you. Guys, class dismissed. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Overnight Success You with Mark Forster, a.k.a. Professor Doughboy. If you like our show, go ahead, leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at TheMarkForster for daily content and insight into the day-to-day journey. There, you can also find resources I've provided for access to the OSU community, along with the opportunity to schedule time on my calendar to talk further and go more in depth as to what challenges you're facing in business and life. Until next week, class dismissed.